right, good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, 10 a.m. to noon show today. A little bit special. Well, it's always special for uh, for Patrick Kelly, right? I mean, plus he got here at 9.45, so the 7 a.m. thing would not have worked. Uh, good grief. So we're live from Finch & Kelly, Oxford's premier clothing store on the square in Oxford. And PK has uh, Onward Reserve Ole Miss gear, which looks great. And uh, an awesome selection of pullovers and button downs and golf shirts and so on. Now, here's what else you can do here. You can come in and you can get measured and you can order some sport coats, button downs, pants, suit, whatever. It'll fit perfectly. And that's what I'm talking about. And uh, PK will take care of you. He did the whole Ole Miss basketball team. Uh, Zach Evans and some others in football. And if you can measure those guys, you can measure anybody, even Todd Wade, all six foot seven of, uh, of Todd Wade. So that's what you want to do. If you're in Oxford this weekend or whenever, next week, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, stop by the shop, Finch and Kelly. They'll measure you. And then they've got you in the books, and it's just whatever you need. They will, uh, they will send you. So appreciate PK, Patrick Kelly hosting us at Finch and Kelly on the Square in Oxford. All right, ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone. Uh, Todd Wade's joined us many a times on the show, and he was with us last night. Um, and I thought Todd would be there. We had a really cool Zeno Davidoff dinner um, at, at a guy named Wes's house, right outside of Oxford last night. And amazing food, wine, beverages, uh, brought to you by Spring Street Cigars. They have a great place here, Starkville, DeSoto County, Meridian, Kosciuszko, soon to be Hattiesburg. And uh, Todd Wade in the house, decade in the NFL, played here under Tuberville and Cutcliffe. What's up, buddy? How are you? Man, uh, great time last night. Oh, man, so much fun. Yeah, that was, that was a really good time. You know, you for people that like smoke cigars, you don't get that opportunity of having a nice dinner where you actually can have a, have a have your cigar at the table like in between like appetizer and salad it's just it's really nice and pleasant and um beautiful setting it was, uh, it was a lot of fun we couldn't have asked for better weather you no. know um i mean it felt great like you said i love doing that but there's only unless you're at your house outside or a few other spots you don't get to smoke through dinner and uh, it was fantastic. Of course, you know, Davidoff cigars are oh, amazing. incredible. And then my wife sitting next to me, who doesn't like the, the smoke, I understand, but it's acceptable. You're outside. It's just, sorry, we're at a cigar dinner. Sure. <laughs> so that's, you can kind of get away with it. So It, it was, was great really, to meet Mary Morgan. Really nice. yeah, and uh, so happy for y'all, everything that's going on. And, yeah, it was a cool, cool vibe. Great, intimate group. I don't know how many people were there. It looked like 40. And a couple of bars. The wine was amazing. Food was good. Patrick said what we had earlier, but the lamb was fabulous. Mm-hmm. The dessert was great. And uh, I hadn't hit Zeno Davidoff. I went through a big Zeno Davidoff kick from like 04 to 08. And still, you know, I mean, love them. Quality, mm-hmm. big time cigars. But last night to roll through kind of. The portfolio that we were offered was awesome. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, I, I've never been a big Davidoff uh, buyer, but I, 
I, I respect them. I, it's just you kind of have your premium cigars, your Padrones, and your uh, Davidoffs. You're kind of the, I would say, you're probably top two. I mean, and but there's others that are close to it. They're great. But uh, it's all, I've always just, for whatever reason, just uh, been more with Padrone. So, but last night was really nice in that, you know, you mentioned sitting at the table. Well, I would eat, and I'd have a lit cigar sitting over there. Well, 20 minutes would go by, it seemed like. And then I'd, I'd pick it up, assuming that it, it had gone out. Right. But the construction of the cigar is so superior, it stays lit. That's part of when you're smoking cigars, you do it to relax. That's so that's a, that's, a, that's a nice feature when you have a nice quality premium uh, cigar like that. That's So that was really nice. You know, 2,500 cigar retailers in the country, and Zeno Davidoff only works with 250. So it, I mean, it's an exclusive deal. Yeah. You know, you got to have your stuff. You can't mm-hmm. just open a cigar shop and call them and then go, yeah, we'll we'll ship you cigars. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's not how that's it works. Right. So uh, less than 10% is – is and what's the place in Vegas? We were there for the NFL draft last year. Maybe Blake will remember. Um, we went to a new casino, and they've got a Zeno Davidoff hmm. bar. So good. We, we we had some cigars after dinner one night. I should be able to remember the name of that casino. Todd Wade on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, a decade in the NFL. Uh, friends with uh, Dennis Rodman. And, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> and played under uh, Tommy Tuberville and uh, David Cutcliffe. And A.J. Kiami. He was on the team. Yes. Y'all were on the team together, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, AJ, I think it might be a year or two years below me. Okay. Um, he started in 98, he said. Okay, yeah. Well, three, three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, he got one year of Tuberville and then all the way through 02 with Cutcliffe. Yeah, and uh, uh, he, he was a great long snapper here. Then it's funny, my cousin, Sidney McLaurin, took over after he left as the long snapping duties so okay yeah that's cool mm-hmm. i didn't realize i mean i've i've known the kiami name forever and when we were coming over here in the 90s it was the bowling alley oh yeah i mean that, and that goes way back yeah. i mean I'm, you know my dad used to always talk about uh may ellen may ellen yeah uh anyone listening from oxford or was in school at that time uh lady used to used to work there that was worked there in the 70s and even probably before 60s and just uh well-known, friendly person who was always there at the at the bowling alley. That everybody, like you know, people our parents' age, they all they all knew this lady. She sure. was very sweet, and um, people always very endearing when you talk about uh, male. So, didn't he say they they named the burger after? That's her? right, Patrick at at uh, at the sip. Yeah, uh, did you ever try long snapping? A little bit. I was kind of like in high school. It's like the backup. Okay. Long snapper. I was. Uh, I would go out there and do it. And my younger brother still kicks himself for not, yeah, you know, doing it because you never, you never know. Like in, like the NFL, for instance, you can have the long snappers. It's like they're kind of supposed to have play another position, but they're not quite good enough you know yeah but specialized but, but they're there yeah yeah in an emergency you lose all your tight ends and you have a guy that can go in there and knows the plays and can block you know might not be the best receiver who cares but they're, they're um they can be utilized so if you can 
at least just fill in and and be somewhat productive. You can be a you know you can be an NFL long snapper, and I recommend that to anybody. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you if you could knock out eight to ten years, maybe even longer, but eight to ten years in the NFL specializing, because that's what's happened. As you know, there's about four spots on an NFL roster now where it's all about specialization. And if you could do that and be the long snapper and not get your body beat up yeah. and make some dough, that's about as good as it gets other than being the backup quarterback. Uh, absolutely. I know guys right? that pl- I know guys that played 15 years, you know, long snapping Dude. and has done so well. I mean. Uh, Dolphins, uh, didn't he? He uh, guy that played for a long, long time. Um, he retired not long ago, but, you know, he's kind of – he kind of had the old man look when he left. Yeah. You know, he's, old, he's an old, older, older guy. He's in, he's in his 40s. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you, you knock out a decade. That's what Tom Luganbill's doing with his son. You know, Luganbill's been with ESPN forever. His son has been specializing in long snapping since, the, since he was in seventh grade because Tom looked at it and said, you know, he's probably not going to be that big. Um, and now he's getting college. All, he's in Charlotte, North Carolina. And he's getting college offers left and right, and he's there's going to be a spot, like you were saying. Absolutely. There's going to be a spot. In co- Who knows about the NFL? But, damn, I mean, there's going to be a spot in college for him. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's, uh, that's, it's changed, uh, you know, like college and NFL, they're, well, they're obviously always, they've always been super valuable, right, right to your team. But it's, um, it's, it's a really it's, – it's a talent as far as the snapping, but it's also a, a trained – Think. You know, you can really, if you put in the work, you know, and you can, you can really, you can really excel, and who knows, make it the NFL, make a lot of money. But it's a, like I said, it does, it does really help to ha- to have that other position. You can be a backup linebacker, backup tight end, whatever, or offensive lineman. It's usually one of those three, and you know that, and they just don't, they don't, they're not faced with all the abuse that you physical oh. abuse that you'd have to have uh, even, even you got to go through some some things but for the most part you're, they want to protect those guys sure todd wade on the out of bounds show we're live from finch and kelly oxford's premier clothing store on the square in oxford we've got uh lsu and ole miss this weekend hopefully the rain will get out of here um patrick kelly todd wade i'm your host bo bounds we're hanging out here at the shop, it's been a light rain for about an hour and a half, which is fine. The field's covered, but we're hoping, I don't know, four or five this afternoon at least, it gets out of here because these two teams are ready to uh, to get after each other. I could have, you know, Patrick Kelly, PK had, like, great grades, great test score in high school. He'd have been a perfect long snapper at, like, Swanee or <laughs> Yale or, or some kind of Ivy. I'm trying to think who plays up the uh, – I mean, Harvard, Yale, Boston U, something like that. Villanova doesn't have a football team, but it have been Temple. That's it. Temple would have been uh, – William and Mary, I've been on that campus. William and Mary would have been would have been your type of – you'd have been the, the long snapper and an well, academic uh, All-American. Well, you know, at, at, at PK size, I mean, let's be honest, William – William and Mary could have played another position. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you he know, could have also played guard. Yeah, they're, listen, they're long snappers in the NFL. They kind of question, like, uh, you know, it's kind of a smaller guy or, right. you know, like, you no, know, he plays tight end or he plays – he's an offensive lineman. But they are, you know. They are, they may have excelled in, in D2 or a smaller school. As an offensive lineman, they happen to snap, but then they get to the NFL. It's just not going to work for them. Right. But they can still snap. So they're valuable and – 
can be smart and, and help the team? I've always thought the pressure of being a holder at the college and NFL level. Yeah. That, Dude, I mean, you got to get the get the ball, get it down perfectly. Feel, you know, college kickers don't really hit field goals anyway. And in the NFL, you're expected to hit everything inside 50. And everything's on the line for you to make sure that that thing gets lined up. And, you know, we kind of we kind of look at it as, oh, yeah, that should just – that play should just happen and be perfect. That You know from playing as many years as you did, that doesn't just happen. Coaches expect that. Yes. <laughs> Players get a little more – as a player, because they go, hey, you want, a, you want a long snap? Hey, hey, I don't know about that. I had to say that. <laughs> so players are more quiet about it. Right. But the coaches, yeah, they're, they're not – it's not very forgiving uh, for, for the snappers and the holders. All right, Todd Way joining us on the Out of Bounds Show. We're live from Finch and Kelly, Oxford's premier clothing store and here in Oxford. PK's been open since August. We were here in November. You can come in. They'll measure you, custom clothes. Y'all know the drill. Um, sport coats, button-downs, pants, suits, all the uh, – all the cool stuff. All right, we got to talk about the Den- – you, you don't have to go in details. But when you and Dennis Rodman wrestled, how how much did you weigh and how much did, did Dennis Rodman weigh? You know, for his weight, you really have to look up – 240. I, I looked it up okay. this morning. Yeah, we're about the same size, same height, yep. both 6'8". I believe he's 6'8". I'm 6'8". Okay. Um, doesn't help me nowadays. You know, <laughs> it's good back then. But uh, now, now I wish – Oh, six three. Right. <laughs> so it's that doesn't help me. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dennis is still he's a big frame, but still a big guy. I mean, uh, you know, he was strong as a bull. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was tough. You know, just he put he put himself you said to, he put himself through the ringer too. You know, like uh, 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 you know, off the court. Yeah, <laughs> so. right. You said you told me years ago. I think we were turkey hunting at Waverly, but. You told me he was pound for pound the strongest guy that you locked up with. Mm-hmm. Considering at that time you were in your peak physical condition, I think you were about two years in with the Miami Dolphins. So you were about six eight, what three ten, three fifteen, three twenty between that. Okay, you know, I always fluctuate between this. All right, so six eight, three fifteen, three twenty. Rodman six eight, two forty. And you said the one thing that surprised me. When when y'all locked up was how strong he was pound for pound. Mm-hmm. You know you gotta think he's used to doing that. He's also used to using leverage. He's right. he's uh, boxing people out. I mean he's he's the greatest rebounder for a reason. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, he, he you know he's used to contact. So you know he's a piece of work. So let's see. Right, hey, PK, will you look up how old Rodman is? I need to know how old he was in two thousand three. Um, 20 years ago, he's right at the end of his career. Right at the right, he he had he had left the Bulls because yes. they had been on the run. He he had won the championships with MJ and Pippen, and I think he was still hanging around. Mm-hmm. And you said y'all were in Newport Beach, incredible. So you had almost 80 pounds on him, and you were impressed with his strength. Okay, so he's 41 years old. 40, 41 years old. That's impressive. Todd Wade on the Out of Bounds Show. Speaking of, you know, Rodman looks like a tight end. Did you ever – was there anywhere along the way where you asked your coach to play tight end? High school. Yeah. Did you play tight end or, or did – no. Uh, <laughs> I was – it was one of those things you believe in yourself, but the 
coach doesn't see it that way. Mm. You know, like I, I even ran on the scout team for a little bit to catch some passes and just to show that I could catch, but nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cared. And it's funny, when I, when I was going, and I hope some, some young listeners are listening to this, when I was going through the uh, recruiting process, I was just always putting defensive end because I thought that was what I wanted to play. Okay. But our deep down inside, I knew it was a better tackle. It was more that came more natural to me. Mm-hmm. But I was always doing that. So I, who knows? I don't know if that's a smart thing to do. But my, I remember John McInnes, my high school uh, fo- football coach, head coach, was like, Todd, listen. He's like, there's plenty of guys that can run a four eight forty, you know, four seven, whatever you want to do. But the offensive lineman. Yeah, this is this is special here. You need to just focus on playing offensive line and kind of get this, you know, get this defensive thing out of your head. And I knew it. I knew it. No, honestly, I was probably average defense, but I was just a, I was just made more for the offensive side of the ball. Did you play both ways? I did in high school. Yeah. Now, now it probably would have been one way. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's that's where prep and. Madison Central and some of them are in the Brandon, the bigger school, Oxford. Up yeah, here. we didn't have the numbers back then. You know, right. we we had some good players, you know, solid guys, but it's uh everybody kind of went both ways. It's yeah. kind of the probably towards the end of that era, really, because I remember when Ricky Black came to prep. Right, seemed like there were a lot more one way guys. You know. Could because they had finally gotten the the attendance up. Enough yeah, yeah, and I, I thought, yeah. I'm just and I, yeah, and I'm, and I'm guessing that was also kind of more his philosophy. Let some guys rest because it was a. I was tough, you know. At the end of the game, I'd lose so much weight during a game. Dude, I mean, you just stand out there the whole time. You didn't go you off know? the field. Just and completely exhausted. Yeah, Todd Wade on the out of bounds show. Did Tuberville? Did they debate offense or defense, huh. or was yeah, it offense the whole? It's kind of segues into the end old mess as well. I remember I was in, I was on the defensive side of the ball for the first week during uh, training camp, and I was doing I was doing okay. Uh, but uh, with their freshman camps, but and then maybe one practice when the because they had a freshman two a days, and then they had the then the, uh, the uh, older groups came in, so it was just a freshman, and then then you joined everybody else maybe five days later. Right, and it was brutal. I mean, that was that was still in the old school. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're Tub- going. was known. I mean, it was intense. Where they used to wear <laughs> us out bad. I mean, I, I won't live as long because of it. <laughs> but, but uh, I remember I was sitting. All, I was sitting in the defensive line room, and somebody says, "Hey, Todd, uh, let me talk to you for a second. It's Art Kaufman. He yes. goes, "Hey, I Kaufman. he goes, hey, you need, you need you need to go talk to Coach Snow." Coach Snow was just sitting outside waiting on me. He's like, "Hey, you need to be an offensive lineman. Come with me." And I was, and I kind of knew, you know, I knew it was going to happen. And I also, kind of, I knew it's kind of where I belonged. Is in right. my head the whole time. I was trying to prove myself and prove everybody else t- different. But uh, you know, you're no longer going to hear your name. Right. Um, and I didn't think anything. I wasn't. I was a little disappointed because you're like, "Well, if I could have just done this, or you could have." You didn't really see me as who I thought I was, <laughs> and, and and that was it. And that was it. So I accepted it. I didn't. I didn't complain. I just okay. I'm an offensive lineman. Hey Todd, coaching all needs you. <laughs> it was. It was like that. It was like that. And then if you, if you and yeah, you know, 
Coach Snell, you know, that bulldog look to him, you yeah. know, just just um, intimidating guy. And I remember just, all right, Coach, sound, sounds good. Let's he was a it. drill sergeant. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> legendary. I mean, it was bad. He was, uh, and he stayed with Tuberville forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, he went to Auburn, he went to Texas Tech, mm-hmm. and he went to Cincinnati uh, yeah. with Tuberville. That's a, I mean, PK, that's like a 24-year run or something. Yeah, he's very loyal. Um, yeah, really good off the line coach. Uh, got another, you know, John Latina was also a really good off the line was. coach. I, I enjoyed him. Uh, it was a blessing having him. And it kind of a, he wasn't so much the drill sergeant. Right. But it was nice for me because just having someone just say, hey, I'll just do this. Don't, right. Don't do this. And just. But know. technically, he was. Latino was fantastic, right? Oh, as far yeah, as yeah. I, 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 I really got a lot from him, and I got I got a lot from uh, Coach Nall too. Uh, a lot of you know, a lot of yelling and all that stuff, and <laughs> I've kind of addressed it with him in later years. <laughs> it's kind of awkward, but it did. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, it was funny. We were sitting around like a campfire at his place uh, with some other offensive linemen from Auburn, and he had his group, and and you know we. It's getting later in the night, and he asked me. He goes, he's kind of going going along. He goes, now, hey, y'all wouldn't have had it any other way, would you? And he pointed at me. He, he looked at me, and I was the wrong person to ask. I was like, I said, well, uh, coach, you kind of just could have just talked to me a little more. <laughs> and I, I didn't know what that. It just kind of came out, and he looked just like like. <laughs> How, how would you do? Are you doing this to me? Right, right. You know, and I was like, uh, and I it's like, okay. Were you in the NFL probably then? No, this is after. I was, I was, I was living back here, okay. but I could not invite us over there. So I was, it was kind of awkward, and I was like, all right, uh, so I guess it's time to go to bed. <laughs> he wanted to have a talk with me, and it was kind of, it's kind of awkward. I kind of, uh, uh, I didn't ruin the night, but it was, it was a little strange after that. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Todd Wade played for Hunall. And uh, John Latina um, here at Ole Miss, offensive line coaches, and then a decade in the NFL. He joins us live from Finch and Kelly in Oxford on the square. And it is Oxford's premier clothing store. Follow them on Instagram at Finch and Kelly. And they're going to have a big weekend. LSU's here, Morgan Wallen, Hardy, among other musicians. So you've got two concerts and a three-game series. Big three-game series, LSU and Ole Miss. And this place will be nuts because last night, Todd was with us last night um, at the Zeno Davidoff dinner, and then PK and I decided to have two more drinks at uh, City Grocery Upstairs Bar, and it was nuts. Todd Wade, always enjoyed it, brother. Thank you Enjoy. so much for, for coming you. in and hanging out with us today. I'm about to get measured for some suits. Yes, I like that. It was great to uh, meet Mary Morgan, too, last night. Had a great time having dinner with you. Be Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Thank you. Todd Wade on the Out of Bounds Show, former Ole Miss football player, a decade in the NFL, now businessman here in Oxford, joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. It is a Friday. Three-game series, LSU-Ole Miss. Hopefully we get in game one today. I'd rather not have a doubleheader tomorrow, but they'll do whatever they need to do to get all three games in. Paul Skeens will be going for LSU, and he talked some trash to Ole Miss a couple of days ago. Uh, Hour number two coming up live from Finch and Kelly, Oxford's premier clothing store on the square.